Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years, sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that the legendary feminist sex educator Betty Dodson, author of the bestseller Sex for One, and someone who throughout the 60s and 70s, 80s, 90s, like she was someone who was never afraid of causing controversy. We lost Betty last year at the age of 91. But she is still a guiding light and an inspiration. So without further ado, here is Betty Dodson now with a story we call Hot Lips. I'll hold it. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I always want to hold it. (laughs) I masturbate, but I'm not dumb. Okay. I'm not a professional anything other than a professional masturbator. (laughs) I'm actually an educator, and I've been doing it for nearly 50 years. And I've all of a sudden in the last year, I'm famous. I'm not rich, but I'm famous. So I just want you to know that at 85, I'm an overnight success. And as far as being embarrassed, I mean, the minute I wrote the book and I had to say the name to a cab driver, he said, what's the name of your book? And I said, Liberating Masturbation. He plowed right into the car in front of him. (laughs) Just another day in New York, Betty. But I want to tell you about one of my most humiliating moments that was a 
mind-blowing opening for me that got me started being a sex educator. I'm 10 years old. I'm out in Wichita where I grew up. And my little girlfriend and I were talking about where babies came from. And her daddy was a doctor, so she knew everything. She had, there's a hole down there between your legs. And I said, there is not. I knew I had a, a poop hole. But she said, no, there's another one where the baby comes out of. So I decided one afternoon, the house was empty. And I got my mother's mirror, and I propped it up. And the sunlight was coming through the window. And, and I get down, and I open up. I split my little beaver. And, oh my God, there were these things hanging down that looked like the things from a chicken. Well, obviously, I had stretched them from so much childhood masturbation. I mean, I knew that I did it all the time. And I had a mother that was smart enough to not interfere with her kids. So I lived through my adulthood until I'm recently divorced. I'm 35. I'm an accomplished artist. I've had an exhibition. And I'm a good one. I'm not an abstract nutcase. I, I have mastered the classical nude. And I mean good. Put myself through four years of art school on scholarships. Married seven years to a premature ejaculator. <laughs> So I could continue my habit, <laughs> masturbating. And it worked out for me because I spent most of my time in my studio. And besides that, he was making a lot of money. Now, I get divorced because now I think, I want to have partner sex again. And I start dating this guy. And he was a professor at New York University. The man was fucking brilliant. He'd read absolutely every book that was ever written on sex. I mean, if if we were just to educate ourselves. So we've been dating, we've had sex. Uh, the way I used to have an orgasm was to get on top and manipulate so that I could get my clit into some action. And, and I could do it if he could keep an erection for 10, 15 minutes. Now you go out there and try to find that today, ladies. <laughs> 15 minutes, two minutes, three minutes, boom, over and out. So this one time we've had marvelous sex I've had a couple of orgasms and he said you know honey you have my favorite kind of pussy and I think he said cunt and I said oof I don't like that word <laughs> you have my favorite kind of cunt and I said what are you talking about uh, and he said it's my favorite style and I went style <laughs> oh he's sicker than I thought and so he said would you mind if I turned on the light and he reaches over and puts his glasses on it, starts to turn the light on. He says, oh, I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I start crying. I'm so mortified. He'll find out. Now, he's just been down there giving me a blowjob. And I'm, you know, but you're not looking when you're doing that, are you? No. <laughs> you're licking and sucking. and oh. So he turns on the light, and I'm crying. And he says, honey, what's the matter? And I said... I'm genitally deformed. <laughs> he said, what are you talking about? I stretch my inner lips from childhood masturbation. <laughs> he looked at me like I was insane. And he said, what are you talking about? Well, I said, those things hanging down, I know that's not normal. And I stretched them. And he said, Betty, please. Now, mind you, I'm 35. I've studied 
art in Paris, I lived in New York City, I am a sophisticated woman, and I don't know shit about sex. I don't know anything about my own sex organ. We don't get taught anything in this country. If anything, they scare you to death. So he said, please. He gets up, he goes into the closet. He's recently divorced. He's been sneaking his split beaver magazines and beaten off for the last 10 years. And he <laughs> brings them out and he spreads them on the bed and he says, look, and he starts turning the page. He says, there, she has that. Now in the 60s, this is where it was healthier. All of the images of female genitals, there was a variety. Now we have cookie cutters. Porn has made seen to it that all of the little pussies are like clamshells. There's nothing sticking beyond the outer. That's why all the young girls today are getting vaginal plasty. They go to the doctor and they have their inner lips cut off because that's what the porn stars do. And one more step, they have their little assholes bleached and then dyed pink. So, and oh, and boobs, they get the boob job and the blonde, you know, you've seen them. So, <laughs> more than you should have. Now, so I'm looking and I'm going, oh, that's, yes, yes, and I start to get it. They're all different. They are all different. And mine is represented. And so it's like I'm going, oh, and I think, I'd been going to see a therapist for two years, and it hadn't made a dent in my fear of being genitally deformed. And that really started my career as an educator. And I haven't stopped, and I'm not going to stop. And so I just want all of you to know that your sex organ is not a vagina. Don't, don't buy into that crap. That's the birth canal. The proper name would be a vulva. And let me point something else out. Do you ever hear the word clitoris? Do you ever see it written? Does anybody ever talk about it? That is our primary sex organ. That is the female phallus. And they keep trying, oh, now they have the G spot, so you get back inside. I hope you're not excited because you like to do that. <laughs> Idiot. It's the clitoris that's up there on top, got it? Now, whatever's going on inside of the vaginal canal, that's fine, you work your PC muscle, but it's clit stim, kids. So this man, this man was brilliant. Whenever I wanted to have an orgasm, I masturbated by stimulating my clitoris. And whenever I had partner sex, I tried to come from vaginal intercourse. Oh, the myth of the vaginal orgasm, it's just, it's like a heavy cloud over all the women. And, and guys, I'm telling you, we're faking you out right and left. You know, you're so into that dick down there that we go, ooh, ooh. Oh, I brought that one home, yeah. Bleh. So we have a lot to learn, and we have a lot to teach, and my workshops are brilliant, and I never thought I would do it. I wore my hip joints out doing the, the body sex groups, and up and down off the floor. And then, I don't know, in my 60s, I went and got hip replacement. Now they're titanium. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm doing it again, and my image and my, my commitment is we're also certifying women to run these groups. So I am going to send an army of orgasmic women out into the world. 
That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.